come with me. We're going on a fantastic cruise. Bon Beanie, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Fantastic Cruising. I am Matt. And I'm Kimbra. And today is Shark Week Day. Maybe this will be a, an annual tradition. Shark Week on Fantastic Cruising. Woohoo! But we're taking a different look at it. If you were uh, listening to the last episode, we kind of went over what we were going to do, which is watch some of Shark Week. We put a poll out there to see what you guys wanted us to watch, and then we decided. But actually, it doesn't matter because we ended up watching everything. And uh, we, we have a scale. We're going to post these graphics up on the Fantastic Cruising community, and uh, that'll give you an idea of what the scale was. But we are going to talk about them today. That's what this episode is all about. If you like sharks, you're in the right place. Or if you don't like sharks... You might also be in the right place. <laughs> if you don't like sharks, then uh, you're probably getting all of your information from Shark Week. I think that's a safe assessment. Right. But my thought is, if you don't like sharks, maybe we can change your mind. Oh, there you go. I like that. Uh, I like that spin on things. So, okay. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to go through day by day. Now, there was one that came out early that was supposed to air on Friday night, but it actually ended up, it was available to us before Shark Week started, technically or officially, so we watched it, and uh, we'll but we'll throw it into the mix where it belongs. So we'll go through day by day. We're gonna start. Hey, hey, hey hold on, one minute there. This is Matt and Kimber from the future. From the future. Uh, the future in that we recorded all 19 of these, and then realized it took like an hour and 20 minutes. And uh, some of you may not want to listen to an hour and 20 minutes of us talking about Shark Week episodes, so. We decided to just shave off a little less than half of that. So we're going to give you our top 10, not the, the best top 10, but the top 10 we thought we should talk about. And that's going to be coming up right after I'm done talking right here. And then if you want to hear what we had to say about the other nine, we left them in here. They're at the end after the credits. So uh, that's why this episode is so long. If you don't want to hear those, though, then you can stop at the end and you'll get all the content of this episode. First one I want to talk about here is... Air Jaws, The Ultimate Breach Off. Now, those of you who are familiar with Shark Week know what Air Jaws is all about. It's about great white sharks that jump out of the water, and uh, it happens almost exclusively in South Africa, where some people figured out if you pull things behind a boat, the sharks will leap out of the water, <laughs> which is which is supposedly a natural behavior for them when they're trying to catch seals and, and other things like that. So what do we think of Air Jaws, the ultimate breach off? Um, well, it wasn't the best. <laughs> it wasn't. Look, here, here's what we noticed from Shark Week. We've watched, what, 19 episodes, and I think eight of them were focused on great white sharks. Yeah. Which, look, I love great white sharks. They're beautiful, amazing animals, but my goodness. Um, another thing you're going to hear us complain about through a lot of this is the fact that uh, they use a lot of footage over and over again from past years, from other documentaries. Like, you'll see the same footage on different shows 
all throughout the week. And even on the same show, over and over again, every time they go, even if they don't go to a commercial break, they just keep replaying, replaying the same footage, even if it doesn't make sense in some cases. And so there's so much of this great white stuff. This was more of that. Now, it's it was cool when they first started showing this stuff, you know, the air jaws, the great whites jumping out of the water. I mean, that's cool and it's really interesting, but um, I don't know. This, here's here's how we rated it. So we we have our, our rating system. The first one is exaggeration versus educational, and we gave them a mark in both of those, which which what we did is we have marks on the right for education, marks on the left for exaggeration, and then we give them a the total of whichever one's bigger subtracted from the smaller one. In this case, they were even. We gave them both one for education and one for exaggeration. Then we've got, what's the next? Um, the next category was creating fear versus conservation. Okay, and where do we rate them on this? We gave them two for conservation. Um, we didn't do any for creating fear. Yeah, one thing I will say for the Air Jaws series is that it's not about making you afraid of sharks. So that's a nice change. But uh, a little bit of conservation, you know, here's what they do. They they talk the talk, but they don't give any reason. They're like, we hope that after seeing this, you'll get a better appreciation and help shark conservation. Okay, how? How can we help shark conservation? What's going on with sharks that they need conservation? None of that is addressed. They just make a, a kind of a bland statement. And uh, maybe they're right. I mean, there may be something to that, but, you know, you could give a little more there. It's pretty easy to do. <laughs> yeah. Next category, drama versus research. We gave them one in drama, one in research. There is a little bit of research as to how these great whites in South Africa are swimming and attacking things and, and a, a little bit of drama that they had and uh, the way that they had some different, they have like different types of, of cage systems and stuff where they're filming and, um, you know, the chatter that they use, there's a lot of chatter, uh, a little bit of drama, not too much. So it came out as a, as a wash. So there's zero total for that category. And then what's the next one? Next we had reality TV versus documentary. So how do we rate there? We gave three on reality TV and one on documentary because it was kind of a documentary, but really it was like these three scientists. I don't think they're scientists doing the air jaws. I think they're no, just photographers but that's, and stuff. That's what they called themselves ah. ish. I think some of them um, have real, some of these shows have real scientists, but I don't think. This well, one. maybe it maybe it had. But the the know. point of it was like a competition to see which shark they could get to jump the highest. Yeah. So yeah, maybe it did have one scientist. Yeah. That's yeah. Right, that's right. The Fallows, right? Or May Gallagher? Yeah, I can't. I can't keep all of the different names. I know that because uh, the same the same people appear in multiple shows. Right. It's almost like one long show. Yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, so basically that was very reality TV. Like this whole, there was a lot of emphasis on the competition and one guy was doing nighttime stuff and, and one guy had a drone or girl, I think, lady. Yeah, had, she had, had the drone. drone. And she might have been the scientist. I don't know. And and then the other one was um, 
he had a sled out there right. with the camera on it. Right, right. And then the final category was uh, nothing new or any new info. And we gave this one a, a three and nothing new just because been there, done that, got the T-shirt. I don't actually own the T-shirt, but. You want me to get you one? No, not really. So our final thoughts on this one was um, I put lost interest about 10 minutes in. <laughs> overdone on the competition using research as an excuse but it's not it wasn't it didn't feel like it was about the research it felt like it was about how what can we do to make a, an exciting reality show about great white sharks and pretend that we're doing research that's that's kind of that's kind of the takeaway i got from this episode so as you can tell we weren't really a big fan of this one we added another category for these which is entertainment value so that's not necessarily dependent on whether we think it's a positive show or not. Uh, in this case, we said boring. Yeah. So let us know what you guys think. If you've watched Shark Week or if you've watched Shark Week, do you agree? Do you disagree? Let us know, fantasticcruising at gmail.com. The next one on the list was actually the one that most people voted for. It got the most votes over on Facebook on the Fantastic Cruising Community, and that was Tyson versus Jaws Rumble on the Reef. <laughs> so this one is basically Mike Tyson um, talking about how terrified he is of sharks and uh, getting in the water to uh, scuba dive and swim with sharks like in a, I think first in a cage, then out of a cage and, uh, and so on and so forth. So let's get right to the statistics. You want to start us off? Sure. So for the exaggeration... Versus educational, we gave one exaggeration and three educational. So there was some education because Mike Tyson was afraid to be in the water with sharks. Every time that he was doing something with them, the other divers with him was telling him basically what he was looking at and why they have certain features. And it was it was educational for him to try and fix that fear. Yeah, there was a little bit of education involved there. Yeah. They did They did mix that in a little bit. It wasn't a lot, but there was a little bit. Um, the next one is creating fear versus conservation. We actually didn't give this any points for creating fear, so that's good. We did give it one for conservation, but just like in the Air Jaws, uh, it was right at the end. I think they mentioned something about, yeah, and hopefully you guys will care about sharks now. Very empty conservation messaging. Uh, I mean, I'm glad they mentioned it, but... You can do better. I'm just saying it's not that hard to do better. Uh, what's the next category? Next is drama versus research. We gave four for drama and one for research. Um, they were, I guess, technically doing research, but it was really all about Mike Tyson. Um, there might have been some research going on in the background. Yeah. But it wasn't really what the this episode was about. No. Um, and then we did four for drama because it was just a little over the top. It was way over the top. <laughs> and look, I don't have, I don't care if people cuss. It doesn't. It really doesn't bother me in my everyday life. But if you're doing a show that's supposed to be watched by families, and most families don't want cussing in their kid at their kids, Mike Tyson, can you not? complete a sentence without a cuss word like and i'll tell you it's annoying when you have to hear beeps every two seconds 
the man, come on, get control of yourself. Snoop Dogg, we did, we'll talk about his episode. He didn't cuss that much, and he's like, you know, a cussing rap star, right? So, <laughs> I mean, he controlled himself. So what? what's the problem, Mike Tyson? Good Lord. Anyway, um, yeah, so next was, what did we just do? Um, next is reality reality TV versus documentary. Right. So it's a, there was a little bit of documentary stuff going on here. That's kind of where the education part comes in, but there was a lot of reality TV. This was basically, uh, Mike Tyson. He had to, they made it sound like he was going to punch a shark, which of course he didn't do. He did poke him with a stick pretty hard, which was a little, yeah, he kind of hit one away a little bit. Yeah. Uh, but basically they were, they were getting the sharks. They wanted to get him, get him to get a shark in what's called tonic immobility, where you kind of grab the shark by the, by the rostrum and, um, sort of puts it into a calm state, uh, which, which he did, you know, it was just, there was, it was just very reality driven, as to how they did that. And then what's the final one? Um, final is nothing new and new info. Um, so we gave it one for new info. Um, I think because of that tonic immobility that right. you, you were I had never heard of that. that. Yeah. So our final thoughts, I've got over the top drama with the guys of teaching Mike Tyson not to fear sharks, but I don't, I don't know how well it worked because he was not promoting and not being afraid of sharks. <laughs> Um, interesting force that process to help Tyson overcome his fear. So they started him in steps. There's a little education and some empty conservation. Our entertainment value for this one was moderate. And, uh, that means that, you know, we didn't like get bored watching it, but it wasn't really that entertaining either. I wouldn't watch it again. No, I wouldn't watch it again either. So that's, that was our, so sorry if you guys are looking forward to that one. That's our assessment of it. Again, if you disagree with it, uh, send us an email. Let us know why. Tell us where we're right. Tell us where we're wrong. And we will uh, maybe discuss it on future episodes. We, we are going to have a few more Shark Week things to discuss next week. All right. Next up. Next was Jaws Awakens. Uh-oh. Guess what? More Great Whites. <laughs> and this one started off with words like, Eyes that will pierce your soul. <laughs> yeah. Uh, was was this one still? Is it, what, what day are we on here? Let's see. Um, I don't even know. I should have brought the schedule up. We can do that, but we'll, we'll talk about it. We'll bring the schedule up in the background or something here. But basically, um, this one. Let's just go. Let's go through the the stats on this one. So let's start with exaggeration versus education. What do you got? Um, so three for exaggeration and two for education. So why, why, why are we saying that? Um, well, like, like you said, the first line is eyes that will pierce your soul. So, I mean, it's just like that just tells you right up front what it is. Yeah. The whole, the whole lineup right there. So Jaws Awakens was Monday still. So this was the last episode on Monday. Okay. And then, um. Was there any education in it? I, I guess there was a little there bit. There was a little bit. I yep. just don't remember what it was. Creating fear versus conservation. This one was bad about creating fear. We put a four for creating fear. There was no conservation in this one. Um, yeah, this one was this one was all about how scary the shark was. Yeah. And stuff. The education was some of the graphics. This is the yes. one that had the different graphics right they just peppered in some graphics like (laughs) 
It's almost like two different people are making the show. Yeah. <laughs> and then drama versus research. We gave it a five for drama and zero for research. Yeah, it was it was a lot of drama. It was just all drama. It's a lot of drama in this. Uh, and uh, yeah, it was it was probably the most dramatic of all of the of the Shark Week episodes. Um, yeah, it, and and they they were trying to find the what the biggest male great white shark in the world. Is that what this one was? Yeah, that's yeah. what this was, and they they didn't. This is in New Zealand. This had this is where we were introduced this year to Dicky, really. Oh, this is the one with Dicky. Yeah, who is an idiot. Yes, <laughs> that man is. Yeah. Yeah. So um so yeah so that what what was next reality TV or yeah we, yeah. We got two for reality TV and a one for documentary. It was a little reality TV-ish, um, but in a little bit documentary, but not good of either one of those. And we put a one, I'll just say, for for nothing new because um, it was the same old stuff again. And final thoughts. This was a, at, at this point and maybe through the whole thing, worse one yet. It was very repetitive footage. They kept showing the same video clips over and over and over with extreme dramatization, fake audio, and uh, and I've got some good graphics for education. Entertainment value, boring. Didn't We did not like this one at all. In fact, I put a note up in the notes section. It says, everything I hate about Shark Week, stupid drama, fear factor at 10, exaggeration, overdrive. <laughs> this is the reason that... That uh, shark people that are like actually conservation centered people and not like extreme sport shark people. This is why we don't like Shark Week. Like if you talk to most of the people that I know that work with sharks, uh, they don't have a very positive opinion of Shark Week. And these are the episodes that cause that. All right. Next up, we're on now what to the next day. Yeah, next day is Extinct or Alive, Land of the Lost Sharks. Okay, so so this one um, was basically going into some treacherous shark-infested waters in South Africa and looking for sharks that have not been documented by scientists for, in some cases, over 100 years or, or 100 years. So let's... Okay, so this was not about great whites, even though it was in South Africa. So that was a plus right off the bat for me. And um, and let's let's just get right into it. Exaggeration versus education. What do we have? We have four for education. Yes. This was the most educational program we had seen up to this point. Yeah. This one, this one was really interesting. Um... Basically, they were looking for three species of sharks. And they were diving in places that I've never seen dive footage from. It was really interesting. There was a ton of shark diversity in this, which means a lot of different sharks were were featured. They were looking for black tip weasel sharks, ornate sleeper ray, which isn't a shark, but it's kind of in that group, and flapper nose hound sharks. So uh, there was a ton of information uh, about these species, as well as other species, and just shark biology in general, really good on the educational front. Creating fear, none of it. They These guys were shark lovers they were not interested in making you afraid of sharks they were interested in educating you about sharks and uh, the only thing that was kind of fearful was where they were diving in, in the in the one situation which was probably legit right uh, there was a little bit of conservation they could have done more with the conservation talk i 
and I'm not the person that loves to harp on and on about conservation, but uh, there's a, there's a time and a place for it, and this is a time and the place you can put a little bit in without just being a conservation sermon and just letting people understand the, the real issues. They could have done a little bit better with that. What's the next one? Next is drama versus research. What do we got? We gave it one for drama and four for research. Um, the whole thing was basically research to find these three sharks that haven't been seen two for two sharks really- in a row. Okay. Yeah. yeah, these three creatures that haven't been seen in a really long time. So that was that was cool. Um, we did drama, I think, probably for some of the some of the dive stuff. The dive stuff, yeah. Because it's they were in rough areas. Like they had to call the dives. There was a lot of current. It was just it was not a very safe place to dive. So like the first dive they got in the one area, their cameraman they just lost sight of them and they had to abort the right. dive almost immediately. And that that's legit though. But they did kind of dramatize that a little bit, not too much. But this yeah, this was definitely all about research and education. And you could tell from the the information, but also the attitude of the. The people in this episode. And then reality TV versus documentary. And then a little touch of reality TV with some of it. But mostly this was a documentary. We gave it a one reality TV and a three documentary. So, And then what's the next one? Next we have nothing new and new info. We gave it four for new info because of all of the different things that they talked about. I like, learned a lot. Yeah. this was This one was really cool. Yeah. I mean there was a ton of new information. Uh, final thoughts, very different feel than the other shows so far, felt more sciency, lots of shark diversity and a unique ecosystem, cool shark vision effects. They had some, some lighting to kind of show what sharks probably see or, or close to what they see. The science seemed legit. They didn't over dramatize shark encounters like other shows. Entertainment value high. This is one we can recommend. This is the first one we recommend, right? That Yep. Highly recommend. Yep. Uh, I mean, we're not saying not to watch the other ones, but this one was this one was good. It was like legitimately a good shark documentary. And then next we got the Fresh Prince of Bel Air, Will Smith off the deep end. <laughs> and um, first, let me just say this: this was not really a shark show. No, I, I don't think it wasn't. This there, was there were sharks in it, but this was not about sharks. No, this was about. Will Smith overcoming fears, which and and they've done this in the past, but in the past with Shaquille O'Neal or Mike Tyson, it's always felt a little engineered, a little fake, a little over dramatized. And there was probably a little bit of that. But this was more about Will Smith facing fear itself. And it just happened to be sharks. So there was some interesting psychology in this about how damaging fear can be and how it can hold us back from really enjoying life and seeing like he made a comment about you can't really see the beauty until you get over the fear or something. It wasn't the exact quote, but I thought that was really, he may have been quoting that for something else too, but I thought that was a really interesting uh, feature yeah. about this. So Th- this is the one that they, they had like the, the psychologist come in and actually talk about fear and how fear works within your like brain and stuff. Yeah. So that which was, was kind of cool. It was cool. It was cool. So exaggeration versus education. We gave it no exaggeration to an education. Uh, there was a little bit of shark education in this while, while he was doing his dives and stuff like that. His family did some dives too. And then what's the next one? Um, creating fear versus conservation. We gave it a one for conservation. Yeah. So there was a, there is a, a tad bit of conservation in it, but again, nothing substantial. 
And then drama versus research. There was this was not about research. This was there was a little bit of drama, uh, but it wasn't too bad. So we gave it a one drama, zero research. And then the next one. Next we have reality TV versus documentary. We gave it a three for reality TV because it was the point of it was about Will Smith. Right. It was a reality show. It wasn't like it wasn't a crazy reality show, but it was definitely a reality show. And and I guess we define reality show as it's. It's it's more about the the people and the experience rather than learning about the the animals. I guess that would be would that be an accurate way to describe how we're kind of basing our our assessment of reality? Yeah. TV. Um, and then there was really nothing new, no no new info in this, so we put a zero for that one. Final thoughts, mostly about conquering fear. Uh, it was nice to see like a psychologist in there, uh, focused on fear being the problem instead of sharks. It was a little bit inspirational. Will Smith is fun and entertaining. I love Will Smith. So we put entertainment value moderate plus. And I guess my final thought on this is would I watch it again? No. Um, but I I really respect that Will Smith the whole time. Like the other people, they're like, you know, oh, I don't like sharks. I'm afraid of sharks. I'm going to see if I can get over it. Will Smith was like, look, I'm afraid of sharks and it's stupid. And that's why I'm doing this. I shouldn't be afraid of sharks. So I kind of give kudos to that. That made me feel I mean, a little bit. I wouldn't that. do that with spiders. So go Will Smith. <laughs> this is this first episode from Wednesday was called Monster Under the Bridge. This is about Big Mo, a huge hammerhead shark that supposedly lives in the Florida Keys and hangs out by the Seven Mile Bridge. And um, I was really excited about this episode, but I was also really nervous about this episode because I was afraid it was going to be garbage and i wanted it to be good so we'll find out what we actually what we actually thought of it let's get started monsters under the bridge exaggeration versus educational we gave it a three for educational because uh they had a lot of there was a pretty good amount of education in this there wasn't wasn't a five or four but there was definitely a solid three amount worth of education in this episode on uh, on sharks in general hammerhead sharks and just sharks in the in the keys, which was kind of cool. What's next? Next is creating fear versus conservation. We gave it a one for conservation, zero for creating fear. Yeah, it wasn't. This wasn't about fear. This was a. There was a little bit about shark conservation, but again, could have been more. I'm just saying, you've got an opportunity, Discovery Channel. I wish you'd use it a little bit better. Um, and then drama versus research. There was a little bit of drama, but it was mostly like transitions. Again, it's almost like these people filmed the documentary and then the editing staff at Discovery like tried to make it more dramatic with these transitions. Like, oh, well, the people filming it didn't add enough terror, so we're going to throw these transitions in that are scary. But there was a lot of research in this. Um, lots of research. We gave it a four for research, two for drama. Yeah, they were trying to see if there was a, a subspecies of hammerhead sharks. Which is really fascinating. Yeah. And this subspecies genetically is prone to get larger is what they are thinking. So, yeah. The doctor in this, um, I can't remember his name, but he's the one from the University of Miami. And I think most of the episodes he's been in, I've liked him. Yeah. Even if I didn't like that episode. But this was really his show. And I think he did a really good job with it. Um What's the next one? Next is reality TV versus documentary. We gave it a one for reality TV and a three for documentary. 
So a little bit of reality TV in there, but mostly this was more documentary. It was about the sharks. Yeah, it was. And then nothing new or new info three with for new info. So we both learned some new things about sharks in this episode. Look, when I learned something new about sharks on shark week, that's something. I mean, I, I learn about sharks all the time, new things about sharks all the time, but not usually on Shark Week. So uh, that's pretty cool. And my final thoughts that I've written down for us is good science. It seemed legit. Cool that it was about hammerheads and in the Florida Keys. That was really neat. Uh, There were some other neat animals spotted. There was a baby hammerhead. Oh, that's right. Give it up for the baby hammerhead. It was cute. (laughs) And we're really excited because we're going to be uh, we're going to be snorkeling, probably not diving, but we're going to be snorkeling really close to the Seven Mile Bridge. And uh, if we see some hammerhead sharks, then I'm going to cry with tears of joy. And the entertainment value we have is high. This was one of our favorites, easily one of our favorite episodes. So definitely check that one out. Monsters Under the Bridge. Good episode. We started Thursday with Air Jaws 2020. Right, which um, the Will Smith one actually got, I think, seven votes. Air Jaws got, 2020 got uh, seven votes as well. So these are the these are the ones that got some votes. Um, most of the other ones we saw didn't get more than one vote, if any at all. So Air Jaws 2020, what was it? What was it about or what were our statistics? What was it about? Um, it was kind of like a best of Air Jaws for the last 20 years. Yeah. So it wasn't a new documentary. I mean, it was, but it was just basically the history of Air Jaws. 20, yeah. 20 year it's, history. It's like when you watch America's Got Talent and they go through all of the different acts. And then right before they start going into like the live shows, they show you all of those acts again. Yeah. So we're going to give statistics or ratings for this episode specifically, not really for the episodes they were showing, if that makes sense. So what's the first one? Exaggeration versus education. Uh, Yeah, go ahead. One for exaggeration, none for education. Yeah. So there's not a lot of education in this. I'm I'm sure when it originally happened, there was some education involved in that. It's like it was a new behavior that was observed. Kind of interesting, but yeah. Creating fear, we gave it a one. Conservation, we gave it a one. There wasn't a lot of either of that in there. Because like I said, it's mostly just about old episodes so it was kind of showing things that they had done what about drama and research we have two for drama one for research yeah there was a little bit of drama just i mean the drama was mostly just showing things from old episodes and there was a lot there's a lot of drama in the air jaws series but um yeah it was there wasn't yeah there wasn't much there wasn't a lot of research there's some claims at research that's probably a little bit going on mostly just to see how high sharks can jump and stuff, which is to me, I guess it's research, but what's the, what's the goal of it? And then reality TV versus documentary. We gave it a one for documentary zero for reality TV. Cause it was a documentary about these old episodes, even the new one from this year, which we already rated. So, uh, and there was, I'll just say there's nothing new, no new info. Final thoughts. Just a rehash of past episodes, some cool footage. There's been some cool footage over the years. I'm not saying that there's not. Uh, they have claims that they're doing it for conservation, but what's what's the meat of that? <laughs> how are you how are you doing conservation? You're not talking about conservation. 
lots of stupid stunts over the year that could have ended really badly for humans and sharks because uh, that Dicky guy is a moron. And some of the things that he's done and some of the things that they've done, it's just like setting up a disaster waiting to happen. It's like you're, they're feeding themselves to the sharks, basically. Yeah, and, and if, if that would have went wrong, then imagine the amount of bad press that would have given to sharks. It would have been terrible. If that would have went wrong. So I, I'm not, not a fan. We gave this one an entertainment value of boring. And then we also said, have they harmed any of the sharks with all these decoys? Oh, right. That's a that's like a concern because all these sharks are having bite things and it looks like some of them are foam. I don't know what they're made of. Maybe they're not. But um, I wonder if anybody's questioned that. You know, like, are they actually doing harm to these sharks with some of these things? I'm sure they're ingesting stuff. Right. That well, could I mean, cause the blockages and things like that. I don't I don't know. Maybe not. Maybe they're using hopefully they're using materials that are the shark can digest if they swallow it. And the, stuff like that. the air jaws from this year was like wetsuit material over the fake seals. Yeah. So I don't so neoprene. I don't know how well neoprene is going to digest. It's probably not. No, probably not. So I don't know. I don't know. All right. Next up, we've got Mako Nation. Yeah, Mako Nation. Which got three, two vote, two votes for Mako Nation. Two votes? Two votes. All right. Well, we watched it for you. <laughs> well, this is one that I was excited about, too, because it wasn't about great white sharks. Yeah, me too. <laughs> and I like Mako sharks. They're really cool sharks. So you want to start with this one? Sure. So exaggeration versus education. We gave it four for education. There was a lot of good information about Mako sharks. Yeah, it was impressive, the amount of education that was going on. And that's also why we gave it a one in conservation, because even though it was mostly just education, there was a little bit of conservation, just a one. So, again, we're not seeing a lot of conservation in any of these so far, but there was no fear creating fear in this one. Um, there there was some times when they were cautious around the sharks, which was legit, but they weren't, like, building the fear up. And then what's the next one? Um, drama versus research. We gave it a one for drama and three for research. Because they were doing... Research. research yeah on, and they were going out by the continental shelf looking at mako sharks it was really cool i yeah. was very impressed yep uh documentary versus reality tv it's not a reality show at all this is a three point for us documentary on this scale and uh i i thought that you could tell that these were legit scientists who were um really passionate about what they were doing and then the nothing new new info we gave it a two for new info. Yeah, because we learned some stuff about Mako sharks. So that was really cool. Final thoughts. Makos are cool. They are really cool sharks. It was nice to see other sharks given the spotlight. Cool to see a pelagic shark. So they're open, more open ocean sharks. And some actual science inf and information. Entertainment value high. So we really, really like this episode quite a bit. Yeah, so my favorite new info that we learned was about their teeth changing. So yes. younger mako sharks have like needle-like teeth because they eat like little fish. And when they get bigger, their teeth kind of turn more more triangular because it's for like ripping through their food because they eat, well, what was it? The, the sawfish and Sailfish. stuff. Sailfish. 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 Yeah, so they swim really, like really fast and... It was just really watch it because it's really cool. Yeah, and, and there's some interesting other anatomical things about makos that are, separate them from other sharks, like their muscles and the um, 
in front of their tail and stuff. So, yeah, de- definitely a good one for sure. Then we're on to Alien Sharks First Contact. And uh, what, what day are we on here? <laughs> You've got the screen up. I don't have it. Oh, let me go go to this one. Uh, let's see. This is from, okay, this is the first one. That's what I thought. This is the first one from Friday. We had, I think, six people voted for this one. Okay. And uh, let's go through the ratings, and then we'll talk about it. Okay. So education versus exaggeration. We got no exaggeration, three education. Basically, the gist is they're on, they're on boats catching deep sea sharks. Yeah. Okay. And then next, we got fear versus conservation. We got zero on both of those. Yeah, what, they weren't talking about saving sharks, but they weren't trying to scare you off yeah. with these sharks either. Um, next up, we got drama versus research. There's a little drama going on there. They, the one guy was uh, off the side of the boat trying to put a tag or get a sample of the shark, and they kind of dramatize that a little bit. But, uh, but there was some serious research on this as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, we gave it a three for research, so that, was, that wasn't bad. And then next... Next, reality TV versus documentary. We gave it a three for documentary. It was a documentary. It was. It was a documentary. For sure, yeah. It was not reality TV. This was straight up documentary. It was It was a little bit... All these are a little bit reality, I guess, in the sense that it's not like a David Attenborough-style documentary for the most part, but it was still felt like an informational show. And then new info, we gave it a four. Nothing new, zero... Uh, because we learned a lot. There were so many sharks. I I wrote them down, all the sharks that you see in this episode. Kite fin shark, frilled shark, rough long-nosed dogfish, and they had babies that, yeah, that on, the, cool. on the ship. That was really cool. Pacific sleeper shark, uh, where you saw the copepod in the eyes. Salmon sharks scratching on a log. Really cool behavior to try and get copepods off. They were using off. tools. Yes, tool use in a shark. Uh, gulper shark, bird beak shark, leaf scaled gulper shark, rough skin dogfish that can actually close their eyes. This shark can close its eyes. It's the only shark species that I know of now. I didn't know there were any that can do that. Uh, blunt nosed, six scaled shark that have been around since the Jurassic period. That's awesome. And cookie cutter shark attack on a human, which is crazy. But these guys were swimming like long distance swimming at night. And one of them got bit by a cookie cutter shark, which is terrifying. Yeah. (laughs) But not like in a scary shark way. Uh, It takes a cookie chunk out of you, which is kind of crazy. It's, it's weird. It's just like, yeah, like a little chunk. Right. So final thoughts, lots of sharks learned several new things and saw several species I'd never seen before. Um, entertainment value high. This, yeah. uh, this was a good show. I highly recommend this. And we watched one of the older alien sharks and it was pretty good too. So, um, definitely if you're going back watching shark week, these alien shark ones seem to be pretty good. At least the ones that, that we've seen the first episode we watched, which aired last night after that was, I was prey. No, no, no. This was the Tiger Shark King. That's right. Now, look, when I saw this title, I thought this is going to be really stupid. (laughs) It got two votes. I was excited for this one. You were excited. (laughs) I mean, the only thing that gave me hope was that it was about tiger sharks. And um, basically, the whole premise of this was 
there's big tiger sharks off of, I think it's Andros Island or one of the Bahamian Islands. And uh, one of them, they had a camera on it and it got hit by something. And they're like, oh, there's something bigger. And it was like, I don't know, a 12 foot shark or something like that. What hit this shark and pushed it four feet? And they knew the answer. They knew the answer the whole time, but they made it sound like it was this giant shark that was trying to kill it. Anyway, uh, let's get into the ratings of this one. Exaggeration versus education. What do we got? We got uh, three for exaggeration and two for education. Because they were just exaggerating this whole event. It was silly. Yeah. Creating fear, we gave a one. Conservation, a zero. They weren't really trying to drum up too much fear other than pretending that there was a gigantic tiger shark swimming around attacking other tiger sharks. Uh, and then what's drama and research? We did three for drama and two for research. So there was a lot of drama. Right? Yeah. Yeah. And they, but they, they were doing some research. There is, there are some deep holes around the Bahamas and um, we don't know what's going on in there. We don't know. There's some interesting tiger shark biology going on in these areas and uh we don't know all about it but we have some pretty good suspicions as to what's happening there um reality tv versus documentary we gave it a one for reality tv there, there was elements there but it was it was kind of more of a documentary so we gave it three for a documentary and then what nothing new no, no new info yeah this was our first rating we gave it we would have probably not given it anything uh, had it been a later one, but we gave it a one and a one, just kind of balanced it out. Um, these are the notes that that I've got. Uh, let's see, there was a, there were real scientists involved. There was a lot of over drama, desires talking um, and camera work. They kept saying sharks were bumping the cage. We never saw sharks bumping the cage. They were exaggerating the attacks. Um, I put gulper shark and blunt. No yeah. six gill sharks. They must have been. This is where they dropped that that cool looking rig thing down at the bottom. Right, right. Um, and this is where we saw the gulper shark, um, the six gilled, blunt nose six gilled shark, and then I think maybe a tiger shark swam by. But that's where we saw those guys. Right, and then I have, um, she looks big claspers. There must have been. <laughs> yeah, there was a. There was a shark, I guess, swam by, and they're like, oh, she looks like a big one, but it had claspers. So that means it was a boy. <laughs> and, and again, my guess is these scientists knew that they were meshing audio from a different clip with this clip. That's my guess. Uh, or, or, so that, that's what I'm thinking happened. So final thoughts might be worth watching to briefly see the deep water species. Uh, eight species of sharks were shown from this actual location, which is cool. That's cool. Um, read between the lines during shark encounters. Uh, they're not so scary. Entertainment value was moderate. Sorry, I had to stop because there was an ant biting my toe in between <laughs> my toe. <laughs> so I'm actually being attacked while we're recording this. I was actually suffering an animal attack. And it, it, it hurt. My, it was like the skin between my toes chewing on it. <laughs> You've been looking at your toe. I keep looking at it because I kept thinking something was biting my toes. I looked down. I didn't see anything. And then I like felt a solid chomp on the skin between my toes. And I'm like, there is an ant biting my toe. And I reached down and I just found it. So, okay. So maybe we should make this about ant week. 
<laughs> ant week. Hey, <laughs> ants are evil. I've had some wicked stings. Yeah, luckily this is a biter, not a stinger. Otherwise, I would have recognized it even quicker. But that's it. That, that's Shark Week so far. All of our ratings, we're going to put the graphics up on the Fantastic Cruising community. Again, if you agree, disagree, have any commentary on it, let us know. Fantasticcruising at gmail.com. All right, so we got an email a few weeks ago, actually, almost a month ago. Was it a month ago? Um, it was a while yeah, ago. Half a month ago. And we didn't read it on here because we wanted to save it for this episode because it's perfect for a Shark Week episode. So, Kimbra, tell us about the email. It's from Alex. It is from Alex. Alex says, Longtime listener, first time writer. I have a question on how you guys feel about the baby sharks they sell as souvenirs. Do, 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 do. I attached a photo of what I'm talking about. It makes me so sad. I wanted to get an opinion of someone that knows better than me because I'm landlocked in Indiana. Is hey, it... she's a local to you. Yeah. Yay, mm-hmm. Indiana. <laughs> sort of. I mean, I'm in Florida now for a reason. Um, is this acceptable or should we not buy or avoid them? Love the show. Hopefully still sailing out of Tampa on the Carnival Paradise January 2021. Well, Alex, if you do, let us know so we can say hi. Yeah. Uh, So that's a great question. And here in Florida, and I know a lot of other places, you find these small sharks, or they are literally baby sharks, in a jar. They're usually in blue water. And, well, they're not, it's not actually water, but um, they're in a blue preservative. And they sell them as souvenirs. And uh, it, it is... It is a good question. What my opinion is on this is it's it's complicated. So let me let me start by saying this. The sharks that are put in those jars are supposedly, and this is probably true, I think, for the most part, if not completely, they are they are bycatch, so they're caught as a result of other fishing practices, which maybe need to be looked at. I don't know in this situation. Bycatch, if you're not familiar, is when animals are caught incidentally or accidentally, along with other things that you're actually targeting. Uh, They're mostly spiny dogfish. There are some other species, dusky sharks and things like that, that are occasionally in the jars. The spiny dogfish is a live bear. So sometimes these adult females are found and they have babies. And instead of wasting them, they are opening them up and getting the babies out, putting them in these jars to sell as souvenirs. So, okay. On the one hand, you could look at it this way. It's kind of morbid, kind of macabre, kind of grotesque. And I could definitely see that angle. Um, I don't necessarily have a problem with, (laughs) with those things, but I do have a problem if they are done in for, for no good reason. Like if people were going out and catching baby sharks to put in jars to sell as souvenirs, I would say I would definitely have some issues with that. However, I am a science person and I am an educator and I do a lot of shark dissections. Over the years, I've done quite a few shark dissections. A lot of times, they are most of the time, they're spiny dogfish. Sometimes we do find babies in the specimens that we have. Um, I think that this is not an endangered species of shark. Uh, and so it's it's for a good reason in this case. It's to teach 
people, usually children, about shark anatomy. And uh, my hope is that when somebody does one of these dissections, that they are learning about sharks, becoming fascinated by sharks. And hopefully this is encouraging them to learn more about sharks on their own. Plus, if you're doing a shark dissection with me, you're going to learn a lot about sharks from that class. You're going to learn not only about their anatomy, you're going to learn about threats to sharks, shark conservation, how we can help sharks. So is having these sharks in a souvenir shop for somebody to just buy as a ooh and ah thing, is that a bad idea? I guess ideally I'm not a fan. Um, They do have the alligator parts and stuff too, but alligators are farmed and that's one of the things that saved alligators. So it's kind of a give and take kind of situation. With sharks, that's not the case. They're not farmed for that. But if they're already being caught as bycatch and we're not having an issue with those fishing practices, then I guess I would say that it's probably okay to sell them in stores. Here's here's the caveat though. I would be I would be okay with the the kid or grown up that buys a shark in a jar because they are fascinated by the animal and they want to study it. They want to look at the anatomy and they just want that connection to sharks. Um, I would not be okay with the person that buys a shark because they're like, Ooh, oh, look at my dead shark in a jar. I have some issues with that. Um, again, depending on how they're harvested and, and, and stuff. But so it depends on your motivation. So do I think it should be illegal to sell sharks in jars? I, I don't know. I I'd say probably not if, if it can be definitely guaranteed that they're not being harvested in a way that's unsustainable or or harmful to the shark population or specifically maybe even for that purpose. I would hope that people that buy sharks would have the right attitude in buying those sharks in a jar. That's, that's the hope. I know that may be the dream living the dream, but that's kind of where I stand. So I'm not a huge fan of the sharks in a jar, but I think in certain situations, a teacher buying it for their biology class, I think that's fine. I think that could be good. I think that could be positive. But and maybe maybe for the kid that gets the shark because they love sharks and they're fascinated by it, and maybe that kid grows up to become a shark biologist and does a whole world of good for sharks around the world. Um, it's it's a tough call, and so I understand your apprehension to that, and I have a little bit myself. But overall, I think I'm probably okay with it. One thing I did I did a little research after your email because I wanted to see make sure that they were being harvested in sustainable ways and. And that sort of thing. One of the arguments I saw, there were a lot of people that are trying to start petitions so Florida will stop selling them. And one of the things I saw was people talking about, um, you know, they're they're in formaldehyde and formaldehyde's a carcinogen. They're not. They're in isopropyl alcohol that's dyed blue for to look more dramatic. So um, if you're buying them for scientific reasons, I think I'm okay with it. If you're buying them as just kind of the cool, icky, scary shark factor, then I, I'm not a fan, but I don't necessarily think it should be illegal. I don't know. What do you, what do you think, Kimber? You basically said all the things I was thinking. As you were talking, <laughs> I was like forming my sentences and then you said what I was going to say. Just so, pro- yeah. Yeah. So I, I agree. As long as it's, I mean, being bycatch means it's going to die or dead right. anyways. Right. Um, so rather than throwing it away, it's going to go possibly to a child or whatever who like is excited about sharks. So 
I think that's fine. Yeah, and we have to realize, too, that these same sharks are actually fished for for lots of products. They're put into fertilizers and pet foods. Um, We have to understand that there are over 400 species of sharks, and not all of them are threatened or endangered. And if you're going to say that it's wrong to, like, fish for sharks or kill sharks, then you need to have a reason for that. It needs Because otherwise, then we need to look at, is it okay to fish for any fish or any animal? Is it okay to eat cows and pigs and chickens? Like, you, you have to draw that line somewhere. And for me, I draw that line at what's sustainable for the species and what makes sense in, a, in an environmental way. So... So it's it's not, you know, we, we see these sharks as something different than maybe the the grouper sandwich that we're having at the restaurant, but there's a lot less of them than there are grouper sandwiches being served. And if they're serving a purpose, then um, if it's positive more than negative, then I guess I'm going to say I'm okay with it. And in a perfect world, maybe that wouldn't be a thing. But um, but in our world, I guess I guess I'm all right with it on the whole. Okay, so we got another email, and this one is from AJ and Bryson. And AJ says, Hi again, Fantastic Cruising. My son Bryson has been teaching himself more about sharks ever since last week's podcast. He wanted to ask you guys if you have ever heard of the Greenland shark and some of its interesting facts. I know a lot about the Greenland shark. I actually talk about that shark all the time at work. It's a really, really cool shark. Uh, I did a little bit of homework to make sure I had all my facts straight, Bryson, but uh, they are really cool. So they live up in the northern hemisphere, usually in cold water, although I heard there was one caught in the Gulf of Mexico at one point. So you never know. But these guys, they like it cold. And if it's not cold, they like it deep. Like they've been found 7,000 feet underwater, but they're probably usually closer to diving from the surface to down to about 5,000 feet. And they're big. These guys get like 20 feet long. So they're like the same size as like a great white shark or something like that. But, um, but they're not great white sharks by any stretch of the imagination because these sharks, and you should look up a picture right now if you're listening, they're very strange looking. They're dark kind of blackish brown maybe even greenish color and um, they look like a deep water shark I don't know how else to say it their teeth are weird they've got pointy teeth on the top and sideways teeth on the bottom and there's a reason for that these sharks have an interesting diet let me just tell you some of the things that have been found in the stomach of the Greenland shark seals moose reindeer polar bears Sharks, skates, eels, herring, uh, yeah, all kinds of stuff. There's even some stories of human remains being found inside these sharks. Now, here's the catch. Those specialized teeth tell us a lot about the shark. They tell us how it feeds, and how it feeds is as a scavenger. So there's some people that think the shark may attack things near the surface, but there's a lot more evidence that says that this shark is a scavenger. So polar bear dies. If it's in the water, sinks to the bottom, boom, this shark has a meal. It's a big shark, so it's got a big meal. And these teeth are designed to sort of 
cut chunks away from the tissue. And we know that they like dead things because they're attracted to like fishing boats and stuff like that. So that's where people have seen them most often kind of coming around these areas. Now, some really crazy things about the Greenland shark. It's one of the craziest sharks to know about. One of the crazy things is that these sharks almost always have a parasite living on them and in their eyes. So Greenland sharks live where they're usually down where it's dark or they're not necessarily in clear water. Vision is not really that important to them, but they usually can't see anyway because they have these copepods that are actually parasitic. They burrow into the eyeballs of the shark and they eat the eyes. How'd you like that for a parasite? That's gross. You got something in your eye. It's a copepod. It's eating my eye as we speak. Yeah, it, it is gross, but... There is a there is an interesting theory on this. Now, uh, it may be a mutualistic relationship because these copepods may have some ability to be bioluminescent. In other words, glow or make lights. And if that's the case, if the Greenland shark is swimming in dark water and these copepods are putting off light, it may actually attract and potential prey. But it's hard to say. There's not there's not a lot of uh, known science about that part. We do know they're scavengers. We don't know if they hunt at all or, or, or exactly if there's any benefit to them having these copepods. Seems like something I wouldn't want in my eyes. That's all I can say about that. Now, speaking of their eyes, their eyes have also told us something else about the Greenland shark. You know, the, the um, what's the term? The eye is the, is the window to the soul. Mm-hmm. Well, in the case of the Greenland shark, The eye is the window to science and telling us how old these sharks are. And these sharks are old. They are the longest living vertebrate, period. There's no doubt about that. They're the longest living vertebrate alive today that we know of. And that's probably the longest living vertebrate alive today. And how old can they get, you ask? Well, we have found out that they can probably live somewhere between about almost 300 years and maybe as long as about 500 years. So basically science says 392 years plus or minus about 120. And that's old. The the average is probably close to 400. So a lot of times you'll hear me say that Greenland sharks probably live for 400 or more years. That's crazy, right? That's an old shark. That is a very old shark. If, if these sharks are living to 500 years of age, that, that means that they were born like during the Renaissance. There could be sharks alive today that were born during the Renaissance. How crazy is that? That's awesome, right? Now you go, well, how do, the, how do you know? Well, basically, you just have to catch one of them celebrating their birthday and count the candles on the cake. Well, I was going to say look through their closet and see what kind of clothes they've got. <laughs> no, there, there are a couple ways that, that science has tried to figure out how old these sharks are. One is by trying to figure out how fast they grow. And so there was a shark that was captured in the early part of the 20th century and tagged. And then it was captured about 16 years later. And it was measured on both occasions. And they said, OK, this probably this shark probably has an average growth rate of X. And then so a big 21-foot shark is probably this old. Now, that's a little bit iffy because sometimes animals grow faster at certain parts of their life than others. And so that isn't a, you know, not 
the most accurate way to tell, but it gives us a, a general idea. And based on other sharks that we know more about, we can kind of apply that. But the eyes are the key. The eyes give us a much more solid scientific basis on how we know how old these sharks are. The, the lens tissue, the crystallized lens tissue in the shark's eye, it doesn't regenerate or anything. So it's it's what's there is, is there. And so scientists have been able to do um, carbon dating on it, basically radiocarbon dating on the eye tissue. And radiocarbon dating is really good for telling us how old things are to a certain point. And then you have to use other techniques and, and science to tell if things are older than that. But 400, 500 years is within the range, range that radiocarbon dating is extremely accurate. So radiocarbon dating is where we get that figure of 392 years plus or minus 120 years. So that is a pretty cool shark, Greenland shark. So thank you for that cruise creature, Bryson. That's amazing. Tell us what else you learn about sharks in the future, and maybe we'll do some more as cruise creatures. So I, I want to point out some of the stuff that you were talking about, the Greenland shark, is very similar to the Pacific sleeper shark that we saw in the um, alien shark episode. Absolutely. Yeah, so that that's really cool that those creatures in that area kind of adapt the same way. Yeah, and... and uh they look similar. They have both have the copepods. They're both teeth. Their teeth are the they're, same. Yep. So they're they're very similar species of sharks. And uh, I have not looked them up to see anything about their age or heard forty anything. years. Is that what it says? Forty yeah. years. So that's interesting. So yeah. you're you're a shark that lives forty years, almost identical to a mm. shark that lives twelve feet. Huh? They're about twelve feet. Oh, they so, don't get as big. I thought the I thought the Pacific sweet sleeper got really big too Mm -mm. no no No. not according to the one article i looked at (laughs) (laughs) okay well uh so that makes a little bit more sense then yeah because there are amongst the four to five hundred species of sharks that we have recorded that are alive today the age ranges vary from a few years to hundreds of years even if this shark only lives to 272 years, which is kind of the lowest end, that still makes them the longest living vertebrate that we know of that's alive today. That's crazy. Very cool creature. All right. Well, I think it's time to start wrapping things up. It's time to head for the horizon. And until next time, seize the day. All right, everybody. Have a fantastic week. This week, that means shark week. Well, it's now over now. Never mind. I hope you had a fantastic week. Have another fantastic week. The next episode is Shark Lockdown. So this one was basically in, was this one in New Zealand or Australia? Mm, um, that area. Yeah, somewhere over in that range. And basically the, the premise was we've been locked down from the pandemic for four months. No, I think it said for two months. For two months. Yeah, probably was at the time. Two months. So let's go see how dramatically that has impacted shark behavior. To which I say, really? Two months. Two months. Okay, whatever. So let's see what we got for this one. Shark lockdown. 
What do we get? Exaggeration versus education. A little bit of exaggeration. We gave it a one for exaggeration. Uh, usually when we're talking about exaggeration, they are uh, doing things like in this case, talking about all the rise in fatalities and shark attacks in Australia. And then you look at the statistics and you see that uh, that's kind of an empty thing there. Uh, educational. There was a little bit of education about the sharks. Um, let's see what I've got written in here. Cause I don't remember what it was. Um, I think it was, they had some interesting technology, some measuring gear, um, for measuring how big sharks were. And this, this, this occurred in other episodes as well, but this is the first time that we saw it this year. This is the one with the lasers, right? Yeah. This is where or we, the cameras. It was this one was the cameras. This one was the cameras. Yeah, some other ones had lasers, but this one just had cameras. So it was it was all right um, in that regard. But what's the next thing? Is concert uh, creating yeah. fear and conservation? Yeah. So we gave it one for creating fear and zero for conservation. They didn't even mention no. conservation in this, which is interesting because you'd think that if they were legitimately studying the impact on on sharks by not having humans around, that that would be the whole point would be looking at conservation <laughs> conservation think. but they didn't really mention it at all um and then we had we said what creating fear there was a little bit right yeah a little bit i don't i honestly don't remember this episode as much as some of the others so it starts to blend in let me let me give yeah. you the cliff notes and see if it brings anything back i said uh they wanted to claim this is kind of the exaggeration too they were claiming that they were going to find a 20-foot great white shark which they didn't okay <laughs> they didn't find one they found it i think an 18 foot shark uh, which is big and impressive um talking about the pandemic uh it's just more white sharks these are my cliff notes here unproven claims about shark behavior and lockdown so basically they were making all these uh assessments about about shark behavior because of this two-month lockdown and they didn't have any science to back it up, and it just was silly. Uh, less sound in ocean is interesting. Uh, this was this was maybe part of the education part. Yeah, I, 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 I think that was um, when it was really quiet. Some they, of the sharks appeared. Yeah, and they were talking about how, or they liked going. They were they were playing the sound underwater to attract the sharks. Was this the sound one? There were. See, I'm getting confused yeah, now because there's one where they were stupid with that. But I don't think it was this one. That was the the one with um, Shaq. Right. No, Devine. <laughs> anyway, this one. Um, I think this was like the the sharks like the deep the deeper area because it was quieter. Right. That's what it was. Yes. So. Yeah, so there's le less sound in the ocean. So that was, and that's why I wrote that, because there were less boats, boat traffic and stuff. That's what it was in the water. And so they were wondering if the sound, not having those loud sounds would make the sharks um, come closer to the come surface. closer and stuff. Yeah, so they were, yeah. So, so that was interesting. That was at least something. And then one of them said oxygen tank. I think the narrator said oxygen yeah. tank. If you're a scuba diver... You will never say oxygen tank. <laughs> you don't use an oxygen tank when you scuba dive. Look, if you're not a scuba diver and you say that, that's fine. I'm not I'm not giving you trouble. But if you're a diver and you say that, shame on you. Because if you had an oxygen tank and you went 10, 12 feet underwater, you might die. 
you can't do that. You have to have an air tank. So anyway, you could have a tank with some higher nitrogen, but okay. So final thoughts, the whole lockdown pandemic thing seems a bit silly, crazy invention and some cool measuring strategies. So uh, that was kind of cool. Plus cool hair made for some interest. Cause this is a guy, <laughs> this is a guy from uh, Australia or New Zealand. I think it was New Zealand. Yeah. Yeah. It was New Zealand. He had the crazy dreadlocks. That was pretty cool. He had awesome hair. It was amazing. Uh, a bit too much time on the drama of the mobile cage that he had the oh, cage right. where he was driving the cage around and it was just kind of goofy and they made it, they made it look like he was in perilous situations and kept showing footage that wasn't from the situation. This is a repeated thing on Shark Week. They will talk about a scenario and they will show you footage, which you've seen a million times, and they'll try and make it seem like that's what's happening during the story, but it's not. So, um, yeah, he did seem a little bit out of control, though. So there was a little bit of danger there. And we put entertainment value on this one as moderate plus, which means it was a little more exciting than just a bland run of the mill average shark week show. But, um, I don't think we would want to watch it again. Yeah. <laughs> All right. What's the next one? Next is abandoned waters. And, and so we got another pandemic thing. Yep, here, this right? is another, I, I wish they wouldn't have done like, I don't understand why they put two, white shark pandemic episodes back to back right and this is well this is not the same day though so we should yes have said, it was well the first the first one was air jaws and then mike tyson oh and then shark lockdown so this is the first okay, one so i guess it from wasn't mon- from monday well they still shouldn't have put them back to back no but i mean they had so many they almost had to yeah so um okay what do you remember about this one I don't remember much of this one. Um, I'm just trying to read what we... Oh, this is the one where they named the shark COVID. Oh, right. This is in Australia. The first one was yeah. New Zealand. This one's in Australia. So it's another white shark thing. They're they're talking about the same thing with the pandemic. How is the... Now, the one thing I will say is, in this case, they're in an area where there's a lot of tourism for cage diving with white sharks. So... That I could see maybe would have an impact in two months because you're going from feeding them and having heavy interaction to nothing. And I don't think that was the case in New Zealand. Um, So maybe that would have maybe there's something to look into there, uh, but it would take a long term study. I don't think that they're going to do that in like their week or whatever that they were out doing it. Uh, Let's see. And so I put that might be valid. Yeah, they named a shark COVID. Really? And again, one of the divers or somebody on the boat, somebody said you, the term used up all their oxygen. So again, where you, I don't know, do they, do they just call all air oxygen in Australia? Maybe, maybe it's an Australia thing. I don't, I don't know. Maybe, but I don't think, I don't think all the people on the boat were Australian. So I don't know. Anyway, um. It says, let's see, good science with shark deterrence. They did that uh, interesting thing. Um, for shark deterrence, what was that? What did they use? I don't remember exactly what it was in this one, but it was. Oh, it, oh, it was that floaty thing that had some sort of signal thing coming out right, of it. Right, right. 
So that could be real. That was kind of cool. But what I find in these Shark Week episodes is there's a little bit, sometimes, there's a little bit of real science peppered in. It's almost like some of these scientists, I, I'd love to talk to them off the record, some of these guys, and be like, what, what do you really think about Shark Week? And some of them, I wonder if they're just like, they feel like the ends is worth, the the ends justifies the means and that they 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 may be misrepresented or exaggerated, but... They're getting attention for their programs or they're getting funded for their programs. And then, I don't know, maybe there's some validity to that in some cases. Um, let's see. Heartbeat and Alone in the Darkness. Oh, there was a lot of drama in this and uh, a lot of drama. And they they played the music. They've had the heartbeat going. It was it was yeah. over, it was over the top, over the top. And then finally, they made it sound like the pandemic was negative for the sharks, but they never explained what they meant by that. that. That's the impression I got. I don't know if that was their intent, but that's the impression I got. They made it sound like this this lockdown was hard on the sharks, too, with, which, if anything, I would think it would be better, unless it's because the sharks don't have access to people feeding them for these cage things. And if that's the case, then maybe we need to reevaluate whether we should be doing <laughs> those cage dives in the first place. So, uh so um, we, we haven't gone through the statistics on this one, though, yet, right? No. All right. So what, what do we got? Um, so we have two in educational and zero in exaggeration. Okay. Because there was a little bit of education about Yeah, the I think we did that education because of that deterrent device. Yeah. And we got one for creating fear, none for conservation. What a waste. Because um, they, did, they didn't do too bad. I have been impressed. Most of these are not too bad for, like, trying to amp up fear of sharks so kudos to them for that there were exceptions we'll get to those and then what's next we have two for drama and three for research okay a little bit of drama but there was some actual research going on yeah the um yeah the, so that so that was good to see at least that's that's what's interesting to me is the research like i don't care about the the drama i don't care about the reality show part of it i'm not like oh look at the shark over there you know it's not a monster truck pool for me it's just i'm interested in shark biology and shark research that's why i would watch shark week i know that may not be the reason everybody does so uh you know this these are our opinions on these so and then we got reality tv versus documentary we gave a one reality tv and a two documentary so one in that column towards documentary um, because it was a little bit of a documentary and there was a little reality mixed in and then nothing new, uh, but no new info. So we just gave that a zero for either one of those final thoughts, sort of similar to the uh, lockdown show. There's a bit of science on the deterrent device and some tagging information, but it was more white sharks. The entertainment value we have kind of moderate to boring. So it was, Kind of the opposite of the other one, where it was moderate plus. This one was kind of moderate minus, I guess you could say. Or boring plus. Or boring plus. You could say that. Boring plus. Yeah. yeah. Is the glass half full or half empty? <laughs> that's that's where we saw that. What's the next one? Next, we had Shack Attack. And where did that one rate? That one got um, that one got a couple of votes, looks like, from the, from the scale there. Shack so, Attack. So this one is Shack... Got a couple other YouTube artists or artists. That's not what they're called. YouTube people, people <laughs> groups um, to do. So there were 
I guess three kind of locations that this was yeah. this episode was happening. So there's Shaq who was at Georgia Aquarium. Um Dude Perfect. They were three guys, right? Four guys. Four guys. Was it four guys? And they were they were in Florida. They were in Florida. And then Jupiter. Yeah. Um that other guy Robles was his last name, right? Uh, I don't Something know. like that. I don't know. I don't I don't remember where he was. He was yeah, somewhere no too. So it was kind he of was, like he the, was in the Bahamas. Okay. Yeah. He was in the Bahamas. So yeah, so that was kind of an interesting different take. So it wasn't like all necessarily about Shaq, but yeah. No, it was very much not about Shaq. Yeah. Shaq was on there a couple of years ago and his episode was okay a couple of years ago. This one I know we talked to Tony Dials a little bit and he liked this episode. <laughs> I thought it was just kind of goofy. I it was very much testosterone overload, like very dude bro. Um I don't know. The, let's let's get into the statistics and then we'll talk more about it. So exaggeration versus educational. There wasn't a lot of exaggeration other than them possibly exaggerating their fear. Maybe they weren't. The dude, the bro, what were they called? Dude Perfect. Dude Perfect. They weren't really, most of them weren't really acting scared. Uh, but there was a little bit of that. Shaq was like ridiculous. Oh, yeah. Um, there was a little bit of education though, especially... Uh, this, there was scientists on there and then a little bit from the Georgia aquarium. So we gave it a one, no exaggeration of one. And then what's the next one? Creating fear and conservation. Yeah, We gave it one for conservation. Um, we didn't do any creating fear because it wasn't really doing that. No, no. And then drama versus research. We gave it zero for research. It wasn't about research at all. Uh, we gave it four for drama because they, especially, they did a, a few things that were especially dramatic, like over the top, like it's really people are not in danger and they make it sound like they are. It was silly. And then reality TV versus documentary. We gave it a five for reality TV Yeah, because it was all about the stars. This felt like a reality TV show. Oh, yeah. And I can't stand reality TV. So I am a little biased in this category, um, but. That's what it was. If you like reality TV, then, you know, you might like it. If you like some of these different celebrities, you might like it. Uh, it was nothing new. I put We put a one and nothing new because it just was not even trying. <laughs> but final thoughts, it was silly, obviously fake, a lot of fakeness. It was all about the celebrities, made for entertainment, not for education. And one of the things that really stood out to me that I think I started noticing this in other episodes as well, but especially in this one is they have it where you can hear them talking underwater. They got the, you know, that kind of stuff. But if you look at the gear they're wearing, most of the time when they're talking, they're wearing a traditional mask and regulator. You, that doesn't, that's not how that works. So what they were doing is they were recording that stuff after the fact and then dubbing it in to make it look like they were talking during the dive. I started seeing this in other episodes too. Now there are some episodes where there's real communication, but a lot of it was totally fake and it just, it just added to the ridiculousness of this episode. Yeah. And we put entertainment value as boring. Boring, yeah, boring, boring. Not our, not our type of stuff. No, 
Nope. All right, what's up next? Great White Serial Killer Extinctions. Now, if you listened to this podcast and heard the episode we where we talked about this, this is the whole situation with Great Whites eating sea otters. So that's what. So I was excited about this. I thought, oh, this is cool. This is a real problem. This is a real conservation problem. It's an interesting conundrum because normally we're talking about saving sharks, and here the sharks are the problem, not the the ones that are in trouble. Um, so that's what this one was about. So let's let's kick it off with the statistics: exaggeration versus education. Three for exaggeration, one for education. Yeah. So there was some exaggeration in statistics of I think white sharks and and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Yeah. Um, and just some of the they there was really bad acting in this. Like the people were they made it look like a CSI episode where they're doing the necropsy and stuff. And it was just like such bad. It wasn't acting. good. And it was, there was a little bit of exaggeration there and um, they were just kind of building the fear, even though it wasn't about humans, they were just building this fear about these great whites attacking and for no reason, painting them out up as serial killers as just killing for fun, for pleasure or for some unknown reason when they know darn well that there are some strong hypotheses as to what is causing this. And they even say that at the end and and they act like they don't know that the whole time. So that was, so creating fear, we gave them a three and conservation a one. So that, that was kind of silly. And then what's the next drama versus research. We gave it a one for drama and a two for research. Yeah. So there was so. not, there was a, there was not a lot of research. They were doing a little bit of research as to the strategies that white sharks use to hunt and whether it's younger males that are attacking sea otters and, and stuff like that. There was a little bit of research done, but um, like a lot of it was sketchy. Like they had this thing called the ghost raft, which was an acrylic raft that they were trying to, the guy was like on his back and then on on his front and he was, they were trying to see if the shark sees your face, if that would decrease the chances of it attacking. And it just seemed a little sketchy to me. (laughs) Um, And they kept, yeah. And they kept juxtaposing cute otter faces with big shark teeth, which was kind of dramatic and stuff. So what's the next one? Next reality TV versus documentary. We gave it a one for documentary because that's kind of ish what it was. It, it was that it could have been a really interesting documentary. Uh, instead, they, they turned it into uh, kind of an over over sensationalized crime show. But um, yeah, there was nothing new here. We gave it a one for nothing new. New info zero. Uh, it was it was silly. And here's the final thoughts. The real the real issue this is a real issue, but it seemed like it was sensationalized with questionable science and made up hypotheses when they knew the real issues all along. This was a boring plus. It was a little bit better than just boring, but not not a whole lot. And if you want to know the reasons why the we think the sharks are attacking sea otters, listen to that episode. I don't remember exactly which one it, it was, so, but... Um, Listen to that episode about it. We we go into a lot of detail about it in that one. I can find which episode it was. I've got that episode. It's episode 
well, it's actually episode 47, but if you look on like iTunes, it's 48. It's all-inclusive vacations, travel agents, and scuba with Brian. Okay, there you go. Because Brian picked the otter. That's right. His wife did. Yeah. His wife picked the sea otter. So the sea otter is the cruise creature in that episode. So what's the next episode? Next is Adam Devine's Ultimate Shark Party. Ultimate Shark Party. And he Adam Devine is an actor, I he's, guess. He's an actor. He was in Pitch Perfect. Okay. I, I don't know if you're an Adam Devine fan. I apologize. The guy seems like a moron. He wasn't funny. He was just stupid. I, he I don't, had two of his friends that were just as bad. They were, yeah. It, they, the kind of humor, and again, this is my opinion, so I, I apologize if, if you're a big fan, but the kind of humor that they had seemed to me like the kind of humor that's only funny to the people who are who are participating in the humor. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like when you're together with your buddies and stuff's really funny, but if anybody else saw it, they'd just be like, you're a moron. And that's kind of how it seemed to me. So uh, let's see how it rated. Education versus exaggeration. It's kind of a draw. It was one-to-one. Basically, it was like Adam Devine tormenting a scientist. That's what and his friends yeah. tormenting a scientist the whole time. And they had this guy that was um, pretending to be a professional diver or snorkeler, and he had no experience at all. And that was like a skit throughout the whole thing that was Yeah, he was like, oh, funny. I'm the best diver dumb. ever. I've done all of these dives. And, oh, I'm a great snorkeler. And, oh, I've done this. I've done that. And then, like, he didn't get in the water Right. Like he was, yeah. It was supposed to be a comedy bit and it just, I don't know. It wasn't. It wasn't funny. It was just dumb. But all right. So then what's the next one? Um, Next, creating fear versus conservation. We gave it a one for conservation. Yeah. And and nothing for creating fear. No. Because basically any fear that they, they sort of had this kind of, we're brave and then, oh, we're actually scared. But it just made them look like idiots for being afraid of sharks. So... There wasn't really, they weren't really creating fear, but there wasn't really conservation either. Drama and research. Um, we put one for drama. I'm kind of surprised thinking back on this that we didn't give it more drama, but maybe because it was so ridiculous. It wasn't like drama where it's like. Yeah, I don't think it was over dramatic. I think it was because, yeah. It was just silliness. It, yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't really drama-y. Right. Right. And then research, we gave it a one. This is the one that they were playing the music underwater. Yes. This was the, what, well, the next category, what's the next category? Uh, Reality TV versus documentary. And it's a five for reality TV. Yeah. I mean, it was, they were, yeah, they were, they had like a, I don't even know if it was real, if it was making the music or not, but it looked like a, like a DJ scratch board. I don't know DJ stuff, but, um, it was so silly. It was just stupid. <laughs> I just really didn't like this episode. Um, it was just dumb. And and there was nothing new. There was no new info. So zeros in both of those. The final thoughts, painful to watch, terrible comedy, bad acting. It was meant to show non-scientists in a science role, but it just mocked the stupidity in the world. <laughs> That's my final thoughts I wrote. Boring and annoying. That's the entertainment value I have on this one. I mean, literally, I don't know. Again, I'd love to talk to the scientist that was actually in this. Because to me, if I was that scientist, I would have been like so done with these guys by like an hour into it. I would have been like, can we just get them off the boat so I can get some work done? 
uh, it was it was just dumb. Yeah, it was. <laughs> so dumb. I think that was probably one of the worst. Yeah, that was, we've seen. It's painful. And then the last one from Wednesday was Great White Double Trouble, and this was about um, Australia, and it was comparing great whites from the eastern Australia and western Australia because. There's been more fatalities in Western Australia than Eastern Australia, and they wanted to know what these two shark populations had that were different. Why are there more? Um, but we'll get into that as we go through the statistics and the rating system here, I should say. So we'll go ahead and start us off. So for exaggeration versus educational, we gave it a three for exaggeration and a one for education. Yeah, because... They're exaggerating the problem for a start. Here's the statistics. There's been, in the last 20 years, okay, there's been 22 fatalities in Western Australia and four in Eastern Australia. Now, look, they're fatalities. I'm not underestimating that. But we had 270-some people reported as fatalities in Florida from coronavirus yesterday. How dramatic do we have to be about these sharks, really? And uh, most of the people that are attacked by great whites are either spearfishing or surfing. There are some exceptions, but that's most what most of them are doing. So uh, next thing, creating fear versus conservation. There was no conservation in this. It was a three creating fear. They were definitely kind of drumming up the fear, making it seem... Worse than it is, I'm not saying it's not that there aren't issues with great whites in Australia. I'm just saying it's still statistically extremely rare that you're going to get attacked and killed by a great white shark. I know it happens on occasion, but, you know, there's a lot of other things that are way more dangerous. Uh, What's the next one? Next is uh, drama versus research. Two for drama and one for research. Right. So we gave it a... A one for research because they were they were testing what three different three different things yeah like fight for force uh, overall size and then hunting tactics right yeah so that it was research it wasn't the best research but it was research yeah and it was mostly research in the name of reality TV like right. I I don't like what what does what is bite force and size going to tell you about why there's more fatalities in Western Australia versus Eastern Australia. They are, it's like people ask me, what's the most dangerous snake? If it's dangerous enough to kill you, who cares? What's the, it doesn't matter after that. And even a small population of great white sharks would be potentially just as lethal as a large, you you know, you only have to be about a seven, seven foot, six, seven foot shark to become potentially lethal. And if, and most great whites, are bigger than that and it turned out that there was really no difference in either of those statistics so (laughs) with them uh and or in the hunting one it was all the same yeah they were all the same all three categories got the same thing yeah so yeah and then reality tv versus documentary um two for reality tv none for documentary right and then nothing new and no new info and here's some of my thoughts i put while i was watching it um, they're looking at the wrong side of the equation. They, they're looking at the sharks. They should be looking at the humans. What are what activities are humans doing? What amount of humans are in the water and uh, stuff like that? What is the total population of white sharks in these areas like that? They, that would be something to research. Are there more white sharks in Western Australia than Eastern Australia? 
That would be a reason for an increase in fatalities. How many humans are swimming in the white shark areas? I kind of mentioned that. Um, all of these, and, and here's something I, I put. There's repetitive footage again. We're seeing, we're already seeing repetitive footage, not just from this year even. Um, the attack stats are similar, but fatal. Are the attack stats similar, but the fatalities are different? That was another note. Like, are there more attacks? I'm more interested in the number of attacks than the number of fatalities because fatality is just an unfortunate end to the attack. But are the sharks actually more aggressive? You can tell that by the um, number of attacks. Now, I know they were thinking of it a little bit differently, but I, I just don't see the relevance. Um, and then I, I said all these great white shark shows could have you could have gotten the good bits out of all of them and maybe made one good documentary out of these eight shows. Uh, so final thoughts. Science in this was a stretch. Seems like an excuse to make sharks bite stuff because that's pretty much what it was. <laughs> and it's just more the same stuff. This is boring plus. It was a little bit more interesting than just plain boring, but it wasn't um, wasn't great. It wasn't that exciting. So, was that the last one for uh, Wednesday? Yes, that yep. was the last one for Wednesday. Next up was Sharkadelic Summer <laughs> with uh, Snoop Dogg. And we did get one vote for that, actually. <laughs> <laughs> who voted for that? Well, let me see. Let me see who voted for that one. Uh, Tim. All right, Tim. Well, we Here watched we it for you. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we did. And uh, go ahead. And yeah. This was so, so. This was yeah. Tell us. This what, was what just was a bunch of different shark sightings and shark attacks, and Snoop was basically just narrating what he was seeing. Kind of like so, those shows where they the people are getting like doing like stupid criminals and stuff like that that they they used to have on Comedy Central. I don't know what channel it was on. It was like that with sharks. Yeah. So basically, it, it seems like they just put a bunch of footage together, gave it to Snoop, and said. Say what you want, basically. Right. right. Um, So let's let's start at the beginning. Exaggeration versus education. Three exaggeration. There was a lot of exaggerated instances in this, and a little tiny smidgen of educational material in this, but not a whole lot. Not a whole lot at all. What about the next one? Next, creating fear versus conservation. We did five for creating fear, one for conservation, but. I mean, literally, it was about shark attacks. Yeah. So that's all about, you know. Again, fear. it was almost like two documentaries because there was a, there was like a, a scientist or two that they would interview and they were not in the same location as Snoop. And so you had Snoop who was like totally hyping up the fear and how, you know, these stupid people in the water, what are you doing in that little boat and all this other stuff. And then you'd have a scientist like talking a little bit about actual shark natural history and a little, a little bit of conservation. <laughs> it was, it, it was just weird. I'd love to talk to these scientists and see like, what do you, you think of the final product? Um, drama. It was all about drama. There was four drama, no research at all. Cause it was just, you know, him dramatizing stuff. That's often already dramatized because it's like cell phone footage and stuff in many cases. And then what's the next one? Um, reality TV versus documentary. We gave a two to reality TV. Yeah. Cause that's, I mean, I, I guess, I don't know if reality TV is the best description, but it was not a science documentary <laughs> at all. Not even close. And we gave it a one for nothing new because, uh, we kind of, this was a weird statistic for us or category for us to rate in 
Uh, we struggled with how we were rating this one, but when shows just kind of told you the same old stuff that was nonsense or something, that's when we would put points in that. So we gave them one for that. And the final thoughts is misinformation everywhere. So let me just tell you, within about a five-minute span, okay, they had a clip that said it was from Clearwater, Florida, September of 2020. Which is in the future. <laughs> okay, that didn't get caught by the editors. Fine. Then they mislabeled a shark. They called a mako shark a blue shark. No. Then, uh, yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Then then and this one and that was that was probably because they were taking audio that didn't match the video. I think that's what happened because it was a scientist that said that. And I guarantee you, he knows the difference. So either he misspoke, which is possible. I've done that before, but they should have edited it out. I'm sure I would be horrified if they took my miss spoke speak and did that um and then snoop talking about this looked like a cormorant and he's calling it a duck okay it's not a duck fine that's snoop whatever and then they show footage of this lady who's like bending over to do something and snoop saying look at the shark jumping out of the water and it's a freaking tarpon (laughs) it's not even a shark anyway and they kept and they kept only emphasizing shark population increases and not talking about shark conservation in other areas. So final thoughts, misinformation everywhere. This is what I've come to expect from Shark Week. Silly and fear-mongering. Some info when scientists talked was okay. Uh, the whole show was showing attacks. And then at the end, they briefly say attacks are rare. <laughs> Entertainment value was Moderate, And I also put as a note when I was watching, Snoop sounds like a typical uninformed person hyping up shark attacks. And I've met plenty of those. So that's that was our um, that was our take on that one there. All right. What's the next one? Next, we have Lair of the Great White. And that was from last night. Yep. That was last night. All, I guess all the rest are from last night. And um that one was about what? This one is, where were they at? They're in, um, uh, they're they in Western not? Australia. Yeah. And they're they're looking for shark behavior. Again, they're trying to figure out why there's so many attacks in Western Australia. You know, in all 22 in the last 20 years. Um, well, they said two fatalities in just three years. Yeah, two fatalities. In the last three years, there's been two people killed by great whites in Western Australia. Oh, my gosh. I mean, I'm not saying that that's not bad, but how many people have been killed by kangaroos in the (laughs) last two years? And nobody's afraid of kangaroos. And there's, yeah, there's no documentary showing kangaroos' feet coming at you with rapid speed. Uh, So let's get into the the, uh, rating here. Exaggeration versus education. We gave it a three. This was a lot. There was a lot of exaggeration going on in this, and there was really no education in this at all. What's next? Creating fear versus conservation. We gave it a four for creating fear. Yep, because that's what they were doing. They're just trying to drum up the fear in case you're one of the two people killed in the next three years or whatever. Um, And drama versus research, they kind of claim there was a little bit of research going on. There probably was a tiny bit, but uh, there was much more drama. We gave it a four drama, one research. And reality TV versus documentary, we gave it a one for documentary because it was... It wasn't, not, it wasn't a reality TV. Yeah, it TV. wasn't a reality TV. It was documentary-ish. 
Uh, and then nothing new, no new info. Final thoughts, crazy amount of fake drama, repeated footage over and over again, and uh, footage meshed together to make it look like that was happening in an incident when it wasn't. They kept saying that the sharks were attacking the cage and they were showing clips from other episodes and stuff. It was ridiculous. Um, so-called aggressive sharks didn't seem really that aggressive at all. This was this was a sleeper. Boring plus. Uh, the only thing that was exciting about it, I think, was that they were in a slightly different location. <laughs> yeah. And they, they were diving in ghillie suits, which just seems stupid. Yeah, they, they just, they kept saying, these sharks are so aggressive. And then the video of the shark that they showed, the shark was just swimming. Yeah. Yeah, but they would but they would mesh footage together to make it look like that something else was happening, which I don't know. Now, we watched the, the, the final one from Friday, and that's the last one on this episode, which was I Was Prey. And this is the one my mom voted for. And it got a couple votes, actually. And basically, this is uh, two people who got attacked by sharks, one a bull shark, one a great white shark, telling their story. That's yep. what it was. I don't think either one of these people had cameras, but you wouldn't know that from watching the episode because there was all kinds of footage. And I, if, if any of it was from the incidents, I would be shocked. I'm pretty sure it was all just stuff they threw together to make it look scary and dramatic. Yeah. So, so let's see our exaggeration versus education. We gave it nothing, nothing zeros on both. And what about the next one? Um, creating fear versus conservation. We gave it a four for creating fear because it was about shark attacks. Yes. Um, and a one for conservation because at the end, both both guys were like, you know, yeah, this happened. I'm still getting in the water. I'm not afraid of them. I respect them. You know, it's I was in their space. So right. right. So that that was cool. That was cool. And look, I mean. What they went through was terrible. It was tragic, but the fear that something like this just embellishes fear in people. And I know people watch it. It's like watching, you know, it's like looking at a accident on the road when you're driving by. It's hard to turn away. But the the thing is, if you're afraid of sharks and you watch this, it's just going to increase that fear. And it's it's not necessary. The statistically, it's so unlikely it's like if you watched a crime show about serial killers and all of a sudden you are afraid to to go anywhere you know it's it's or or automobile accidents i mean these are real tragedies that happen in the case of the shark attacks though they're way rarer than than these other instances so i have very i mean they're interesting but i have very mixed feelings about the damage they do to sharks which I appreciate that these guys are respectful of the sharks, but I don't know. So, so for drama, we have five because this—that's all this was was drama, 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 drama. And yeah, it was as far as like the stuff. video. The, yeah, the video. The, was, the guys themselves were just telling their story. Right, right. The the video was like blood in the water, and they show an aerial pictures of a surfboard with blood on it. I mean, it was it was obviously fake. It was just silly. Um, it's not a reality show. It's we gave it a one documentary, and then what's the last one? Nothing new. Nothing. No new info. Yeah, we didn't get anything there. Final thoughts: These are two tragic stories. They create it creates fear. This kind of documentary creates fear. There was a lot of not actual footage in it. 
Um, but they don't say that. You know, they don't say that at any point in the episode that this is not footage from the actual attacks. So I'm sure a lot of people think it is. And uh, I don't think any of it is. If any of it is, it's a very, very small percentage of it that is. Uh, both victims had a good attitude about sharks, which is which is something kind of cool. We give it an entertainment value of moderate because it is fascinating to watch these kind of things. Uh, I just worry that they are not shedding a positive light on sharks and, and maybe not necessary. <laughs> you could scare people about anything if you show them the worst case scenarios. <laughs> 